2: Hey, hey, it's working. It's working now? It's working for real? Is it it
0: working for you, Mel? It's working. Hey now, No Simple Road family, this is Aaron. Welcome back to another No Simple Road Weekly Rewind, produced in collaboration with Melt Premium Mushroom Chocolates. Yes, mushroom chocolates. I said it, and I mean it. You should go check them out. Four grams of their sacred mushroom blend in every bar. They do all their chocolatiering in-house. They have vegan options. They got nine flavors. And here's the deal. Go over to at Melt Mushrooms, M-E-L-T-M-U-S-H-R-O-O-M-S on Instagram. Shoot them a DM and then tell them, hey, No Simple Road sent me. And then they're going to give you buy one, get one free. And you're going to be super happy. And things are going to be great. You can stuff stockings. You could plan your new years around a, a melt premium mushroom chocolate bar? You could microdose with it. You could macrodose with it. You could medium macro microdose with it. You could stand on the moon with it. What else could you do with all those? kinds of dosing? Um yeah. That's what's happening. Melt premium <laughs> mushroom Chocolates, man. What's going on? Mel, how are you doing over there?
3: Oh, I didn't know that we were here. You didn't even you just steamed right past uh, Apple and I. So I thought you were just gonna like, we're here to <laughs> watch you, and you do whatever you need to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, here I go. All right, go go for it. Right.
0: So anyway, no, I'm just kidding. How you doing, babe?
3: Fine. Yeah. What's yeah. going on? <sighs> A lot. Tell us about All it. All the stuffs. All the things. Um well Sydney and Adam are back from Costa Rica um as of today. And they're going to be here for the next five days hanging out. We've already had Jasper since the seventh. That was... <laughs> it was all the things. It like, was like...
0: Name some of the things it was that it was. super
3: sweet and fun mm-hmm. and exhausting <laughs> and funny. <laughs> like hilarious, actually. And... So sweet because of, like, the holiday stuff and getting to do stuff with him, seeing his excitement and meeting friends. And he's just learning our grandson, actually, because he's not around so much. So just, like, learning who he is. And it's been eye-opening. It's been...
2: Eye-closing. (laughs) Eye-opening
3: and closing. And in an odd way, it's, like, brought up some stuff with my, like, ancestry and, like... What do you mean? About being a grandmother and, like, when you're, when you have a title like that, there's, like, expectation of, like, knowledge and um, history and um, experience. All of that when you're older. When you look at somebody older, you assume those things. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just kind of realizing, like, okay, how does, like you know how families are tied around food, you know, like for the holidays and like birthday, everybody's got to eat. Right. So you, most people are tied. And then like, if you're from a certain kind of background, like Italian or like Mexican or whatever, like there's these like big, you know, ways that they like serve food. And it's like a big deal that recipes get handed down all this. Well, that never really happened with my family. My grandma died and she my mom didn't, like, there was a couple recipes for sure.
0: Yeah, there, I can think of a couple.
3: There's a couple. But, like, my mom didn't like food. She had an eating disorder. Mm-hmm. So, like, when you're getting fed by somebody who hates food.
0: Then food is not very good.
3: Food is gross. It's not tantalizing. Yeah. <laughs> and, and when somebody that doesn't <laughs> like food is cooking for others. It's.
0: It's utilitarian at best. At best. Yeah
3: at best and so i was realizing a disdain for food in myself like i didn't realize it like my own always options like oh i guess i don't like oh, i just won't eat like if something grosses me out or whatever like um, it's really easy for me to lose my appetite and just be like oh no i won't never mind just yeah never it. mind exactly but like, I'm realizing this because Jasper has, he's, kids are picky and he, Jasper is not alone. Like no. this is a universal thing with kids. Like it is, a, parents are always like worried. Are they get, get kids getting nutrition? How am I going to get vegetables in? How, you know, he needs protein, whatever the case. But like, I started to think about like, if you don't have a love for cooking, you really can't instill that or teach that to someone else because it's absent. In For me.
0: sure. But you can always take it upon yourself to do education, educate yourself.
3: Well, that's what I was, you know, I was, um, since he's been here, it's made me kind of like face that and think about that. I wasn't thinking about it before he was here. I mm. it didn't occur to me. Well, and my eating habits weren't on display necessarily. <laughs> like, that's true. You know what I mean? Like how I eat, what I eat, why I cook all of those kinds of things. So it's just really got me thinking about my You know, making, you know, changes in my food and wanting to kind of like, I guess, explore it a little bit more so that I can kind of heal that part of myself.
0: And what you said about like, if you're a grandparent or a parent, there's an expectation that you, there's a expectation for wisdom, right? Mm
3: -hmm.
0: But I think that expectation doesn't come from the kid. It comes from other adults, The kid 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 just
3: takes it for granted. You know everything. Yeah. Where's milk? What's this? They know you have the answer. Especially
2: like jazz. I like, like you can't survive on chicken nuggets alone. Like, Mm -mm. like it's so funny when kids, they hone in on the one thing they love. And
1: that's what they want. It's like, you need
2: something other than chicken nuggets. Chicken and and cheese. What I,
0: what I think is funny is me trying to reason with a five-year-old. Like, (laughs) and
3: he's reasoning with you. No, but like,
0: (laughs) okay, buddy. But like, if you d- haven't tried it, how do you know you don't like it? And if he tries stuff, then maybe you're going to find your new fi- he's He just
2: doesn't want to hear it. He's like, just uh-uh.
0: grandpa, just
2: save it. I know what it like right now. What he wants, he wants to eat and get back to playing. Yep. So it's like, I know I love chicken nuggets, fries, <laughs> and I mean, he does, he does do <laughs> he it. He does,
3: at least he, he does a hell of fruit. a good
2: breakfast. He'll yeah. graze for like two and a half, three hours. Like, yeah,
0: it's a trip. Like, Having an empty nest and then having a little one around the house again, it really highlighted how hard it is to be a parent, man. It's yeah. tough.
3: Shout out to all the parents Fuck. out there raising kids everywhere.
0: All of you. Like all if of You us. got little ones in the house. You're a superhero for real. And you don't even realize <laughs> it right now. You don't when you're in it, you do not realize that you're doing everything. It just feels like this is life and normal and this is what we do. But when that's been gone for a little while and then you go back to it, there's a huge light on like Mm -hmm. how difficult it was to do the do, man.
3: Yeah. (laughs) It's like I did. I forget how to be a parent. Like, (laughs) what what do you do right now? He's he's being frustrating what what do you do what
2: it, it that's funny for me to see too like grand, grandma and grandpa like your grandma and grandpa now which is still a trip but grandma and grandpa like most grandma and grandpa's fuses are short they love their oh, time with their with their grandkids and it's it's so funny to for me like like seeing aaron being the because you're, you're like the stern grandpa he listens I'm to you heavy. you don't put up with this bullshit and it's mm-hmm. funny to to see and hear really huh yeah he's got
3: a lot of respect for you too though because of that like you know he's
2: doesn't
3: he doesn't joke around the same way
2: Uh uh-uh no like well and he shouldn't the most recent one was that was yesterday when he when he was calling you aaron you're like get in here and now you're like you don't call me aaron you like you don't call me that that's disrespectful i'm i'm your grandpa you're the only person that can call me and once you like explained it to him there hasn't been another Aaron And then, and then since. told him to, and you told then that worked too. You. You're like, if you're going to call me Aaron, I'm going to call you baby poppy. <laughs> and, he, and he's like, no, I'm not baby and I'm not poppy. Yeah.
3: That was a big thing on this trip for me was like, I couldn't say cute. Like I had to <sighs> completely revamp my entire vocabulary because cute is he's one not of jasper's sweet. not, not buzzwords and <laughs> did
2: he say he's not handsome <laughs> he's not he's handsome, not he's, handsome. He's, he's cool cool, cool. Uh, apple that's, it. that's yeah.
3: all that's that you can be is cool he's a
0: big kid and he's cool and he's cool yep. yeah that's right um that's cool i get it <laughs> i'm a big kid and i'm cool too <laughs> i mean
3: I, he looked out like crystal brought him something tiffany brought him something Jamie brought him these, something. all these
0: chicks bringing him gifts <laughs> like like he's the king
3: but the sweetest thing he said last night we had the cookie party and he said the day before that he was going to hide behind the Christmas tree the mm-hmm. whole day. Cause he didn't want to meet anybody. Well, then Jamie comes and brings him something. So all of a sudden now he's like, Oh, Hey, like mm-hmm. you're
2: cool. Mr. So I thought but, you were going to hide behind the tree. She brought him
3: this little um, stepping stone making kit. And he said that he wanted to put, wanted me to write in the you're the best um, parents I've ever had, and give he's, and wrap it up and give it to his parents and put it under the tree. He said he's going to write,
0: "You're the best mom in the whole world" on one side, and "You're the best dad in the whole world" on the other side, and <laughs> give it to them.
2: <laughs> That's a sweet, god, kid, yeah. man. Yeah. That, oh my god.
0: You know, it's uh.
3: He's very thoughtful.
0: Very, it's it's been a trip having a little one around. It really is. Uh, and then you know we we haven't stopped like we were um we had the well, no simple road get down
3: yeah we got back on December Jasper and I got back on December 6th and then on the 7th was our get down yeah and then on the 9th was Sam Grissman I mean I didn't go to that but I still had company in town and I you know up late hanging out then went straight back to work all of us did you know
2: yeah, there's been a lot going it on. It has. An, yeah, and then this We've been triple we did, dipping. Did the cookie <laughs> party. And tonight. Well, it showed in our follow through. Everybody in the house has followed through with the cookie. This, this was our worst plan to. Oh yeah, cookie party. It was a great cookie party. Oh, but it was a great. Cookie we forgot party. to invite several people. A few got invited way too late to be able to make it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I had. I, a, I just.
3: It's. I will say. I dropped the ball. I,
2: I here. Completely dropped the ball. I
0: <laughs> did. I did something I've never done this year. So Cody and Bree, I was like waiting for them to show up, and I'm like, that's weird. Cody and Bree are usually like the first ones at a party. Like it's odd. And then I called, and then. Nobody answered. So I was like, Apple, can you text Brie? And she, she, she said, nobody told us about a cookie party. And I was like, oh, yes, we did. I have a memory of talking to Cody about it. And Cody said that Brie couldn't make it. And uh, and um,
3: what is this <laughs> fabricated? No, 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 no wait, wait, wait for it. Wait, wait, wait for
0: I, the- I said, Brie, he said, Brie couldn't make it. He's going to bake cookies anyway. And he's going to be here early. And I like remember it. And so finally, Cody called me and I was like, yo, dude, like, what's up? He's like, thanks for telling us about the party. Kidding. And I was like, we did. We told you on Sunday. You even told me that Brie couldn't make it. And He's like, Aaron, that was last year
3: ew <laughs>
2: bum, bum, bum. <laughs> like, what oh that
3: was last year yeah
2: timeline <sighs> well just like we went to fish last year at yeah. Halloween. Look, it, i you got
3: know. i i got it taken out of me this time i'm not gonna like be like oh i'm not tired or oh i'm not i'm not feeling anything no straight up i got zapped of energy
0: join the club
3: My skin looks like poop. I'm like just everything that is usually like firing on all four four cylinders. It's like one and a quarter. I was talking to
0: Tiff (laughs) about it last night and I was like, you know, like when your computer's been on for like a month, you haven't shut it off and turned it back on and it starts doing weird shit like the mouse jumps or like you go to a website and it just sits and spins for an hour and. There's no good reason why and then like you've got to turn it off and turn it back on to clear the cache. That's how I feel. I feel like my cache is full <laughs> and I need to be turned off and turned back
2: on. You got like a I thousand, need you have a thousand windows open. I do. And yeah. And yeah,
0: and the processor is is uh not firing right. I, I was making cookies for the cookie party. And uh I was getting the ingredients out. No, we didn't
3: invite anybody to. Yeah. <laughs>
0: we forgot to invite anybody to and uh i i get the butter out brand new package of butter and i open the package of butter now in hindsight this is what i did and no i did this in the moment i took an entire stick of butter out threw it in the trash put the close the butter box back up put it back in the fridge continued making cookies and then got to the butter step and was like who fucking took my butter but nobody's in the kitchen with me so I'm like, okay, Aaron, you just misplaced it. It's behind something. So like five minutes goes by. I can't find looking under anything, everything. I look in the fridge. I look in the table. I look in the mud room. I'm like, okay, I didn't go in there. So I like backed up from the counter and stood there and scanned the whole kitchen from left <laughs> to right real slow, look like a complete idiot. And then finally I was like, wait a minute, did I throw that shit in the trash? And I walked over, luckily I had just cleaned the trash can Brand-new stick of butter just thrown in the trash.
2: Zoink. <laughs> 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 okay, you're you're firing on, like, three out of you, eight, eight, eight cylinders, it, buddy. The cookies came out amazing, though, so it all worked out in the end.
0: In the end, the cookies were delicious, yes.
3: Yeah, I didn't have such luck. I mean, my the cookies that I did make came out really delicious, but a whole batch just was... We're going to fix it. We're and those were those were still,
2: still delicious it I know they just were still ended up being a bag structural a bag integrity of not <laughs> its
3: main function, but yeah. but
0: it, you know when you're not at your best, if you're sick, if you're uh, like stressed, mm-hmm. you still I think all of us have performed admirably admirably under pressure, yeah, over the past few weeks we've had guests at the house we have thrown a party mm-hmm. to wanted mm-hmm. to get down one here at the house mm-hmm. we've tended to a grandson who we managed to not burn down the house poison himself or light himself or anything else on fire yeah he like we killed it and it's it's a testimony to, and we've
3: done interview after interview. That's the yeah, other thing that
0: I forgot to mention. No, like,
3: we've been working nonstop on no simple road behind the scenes for <sighs> some future. Awesome. inter or episodes, but it has been a lot of work during a busy. Yeah. Every time. night
0: after work, we've come home to doing an interview. Yeah. On top of all the other stuff that I'm talking about.
2: Do you, do you think, think we'll ever get used to it? every year we do? It's like, oh, the festival season's over. We're going to relax for the holidays. It's just, you, you don't. It's
3: it's just as don't. busy. It's just in your head you make it out to be
0: Yeah, we're just relaxing. not
2: doing the thing. We're not traveling as much. We're mm-hmm. and Then it's all about home. And, and
0: Fish had the audacity to announce the sphere and make the lottery right around Christmas time.
2: Uh and then and make the dates on
0: 420 and and make the the on sale on friday so in the midst of all that that whole fiasco is taking place it was sad to see um all the memes of people that got shut out on instagram that
3: sucks man i didn't see any of that you saw it,
2: yeah, yeah. I mean, like, every, not every not everybody can make it. There's only mm-hmm. so many seats, and then yes. so I saw part of the excitement about it.
0: I'm I'm gonna get the numbers wrong, but it, in the ballpark, like, I saw this one post that like laid it out. It was like three quarters of a million, um, people trying to buy tickets. Okay, and then like forty percent of the tickets went to packages. To okay, to the packages. Yeah. 60 percent. Yep, thirty percent of the tickets went to the hotels. Ooh, so there's thirty percent. So, so there was only thirty three percent left over to go on sale on Ticketmaster at the on sale, and the majority of those were got by scalpers. Ew. Yeah.
2: Well, thirty three. You're talking wow. also. You're talking like six thousand seats left. Yeah. Available for purchase to what three quarters of a million people?
0: Yeah. Good Lord. Isn't that crazy? It's it it really highlights the problem with the ticketing what, and all that.
2: Well, then people, are, thank goodness, you're used to doing it because, like, all me, you, and Mel are all ready. mean, you're, you're like, let me see your phones. We're, we weren't even didn't even realize yeah, you guys we weren't, weren't even in, in the waiting, waiting room. room. Luckily, you were because you got yeah. like eight hundred and, something, and I 10, no, something. I was ten thousand. No, I was eleven hundred. But then, yeah, I was oh 000. yeah, I was
3: eleven thousand something. And but then <clears> it started to go down, but. But then you got what you needed.
2: Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, uh,
0: Sachs was eight hundred and like three or something like that, and still
2: didn't get in. Oh, I thought he was eight oh three when it ended. Like it N- ended and was no, sold no, no, out. No, no, no. When he, he was eight hundred to... like me. From I the was beginning, like, yes. was it eight oh three? Yep. That's weird. and didn't
0: get in. He, got, he, he tried uh, to get a four day. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. It's it's just wild. And and I know that this thing, like the sphere is new. It nobody's ever experienced it before. It's it's this like novel thing for a novel band, right? So it's these two novelty things. Everybody wants to see fish in a brand new setting in a brand new building doing something nobody's ever seen fish do before.
3: Well, not everybody, but yes,
0: it, everybody that's in this scene. And so that really like talk about creating a market for supply and demand. I, I would say I would hazard a guess to say this ticket is hotter than tickets to the last Dead and Company shows. I, I would think that this is in higher
2: demand. Well, there's definitely less seats available yeah. than there were for those.
0: I saw um today or yesterday, four day passes on sale for five thousand five hundred dollars.
3: That's gross. That's like, so gross. Who
0: who first of all Whoever's doing that, there is a special place in the afterlife reserved just for you where you're gonna have your ball hairs pulled out slowly by demons forever. Like you're an ass if you're doing that.
2: I Yeah, they're just doing it for the say then they probably have no interest in the band really care. Like, they just know that they can scalp and fuck people. Yeah. But fuck you. For those of you that <laughs> didn't
0: didn't get tickets in the on sale, my heart goes out to y'all, man. I'm sorry. It's it sucks and for those of you that did congratulations and we'll see you there and we we got lucky i got apple a sunday ticket and mel and i got our tickets so luckily we we, we scooched by that's <laughs> how I, talk,
2: I talked to my dad this morning and told him I, I was like i i don't know my plan as far as how many days i'm staying afterwards but like i'm gonna stay with my dad and stuff and he's right he's like oh gross you're coming here to go to the sphere like my dad, like my dad and stepmom, they love Las Vegas. They love the sun, the weather. Their whole lives have been there. They have, a, you know, nice house, everything. But they cannot stand like Vegas, Vegas, <laughs> <laughs> like the Strip and everything. Like when my nephew goes, he, you know, my nephew, like Elwin and they, they want to go out and eat every night. Yeah, they want to go out and cocktails. So like Vegas is their kind of place. And my dad just say, Williams, because he's going there for his birthday which is the 21st and so he's gonna be going there this week and was trying to get my dad to go made a reservation for like him and 14 people he's got friends that are Mm -hmm. meeting in there my dad's just like i just don't get it going to the stream like dad he's 20 he's gonna be 29 first of all i can't believe that so him and Ryder are the same age my little nephew's 29 wow soon but it's so funny to hear my dad it's like you love Vegas but he can't stand what it's about and the strip that to him that is the worst thing in the world well i remember is to living have there. to go to the strip for anything
0: i remember living there we wouldn't go to the strip for months and months but and I, months i
3: mean i worked there so i always was on the strip every single day But so I mean, that's why i yeah, never wanted to do it yeah in, in i already all, did my turn yeah you know what i mean off
0: time that wasn't where we hung out that was well
3: sometimes yeah because we would go to the pools and stuff like that like
0: once in a while yeah but was, we weren't going and gambling and no you know, doing all that no. shit we were like local no if you're a local living in las vegas i you I've
3: use actua- the hotels for like fun stuff, like doing like pools or going and seeing going to a, a birth-
2: comedian. Or yeah, something. or exactly or checking out a new restaurant. But that was Yeah, on a daily a
3: basis, that's no. the last place anyone wants to be that lives there.
0: But I had people ask, like, Be the you players, guys, players Club. Did you guys well, live in a hotel? No, there's actual houses in Vegas, first of all. And then, like, did everybody you know work in, in the casinos? no there's i remember that i heard jobs? that a
2: lot it's like everybody mm-hmm. they just assume that everybody works in the casinos it's like there's the whole other infrastructure there's there's yeah. banks <laughs> it's, there's a, it's a normal city with yeah. a
0: strip i mean we would go months and months and months without ever even crossing the strip just being in your neighborhood at your yeah. kid's school like living normal life going to grandpa's house and
2: Doing and, whatever. And, and yeah, not even think about or see the strip mm-hmm. for a long. And it was time. just
0: like a I remember my drive to work was along the I 15, and I would see the strip every morning when I would drive to work. And like it was like a, a carnival or a, the circus or whatever on the side of the road, like, oh, there's the thing that we don't go to, cool. You know, it's
3: cool when it's cool. It was, I remember remember
2: doing it as a kid. When I was a kid, we went to like every weekend, almost it would go to, uh, usually the Sahara buffet was a thing after yeah. church we
3: did go to the strip yeah. for a lot after church yeah for the same reason we but we went to circus circus yeah. <laughs> circus, circus buffet because it was Gross. inexpensive and like that's where we could all go that we could afford you Not know like
2: the so down there that for all of shit. you
0: out there that have no idea what we're talking about i want you to picture like um golden corral but then like <sighs> down three or four notches that's circus circus buffet it was Really, it's like really just gross.
3: above like high school cafeteria yeah,
2: food. <laughs> yes yeah yeah. Some uh, some of the dishes some are worse well, than
3: but and some of them are amazing like Bellagio and when the M first opened they had like bomb yeah, prime rib like so we're we're talking about the nasty ones not mm-hmm. the good ones because yeah. there are really some incredible ones out there they got like seafood gourmet dessert buffet, and, Green yeah. Valley
2: Ranch's seafood buffet that was uh, yeah. I, I loved going to that one
3: well it's it's like that thing when you live in Vegas you know which ones to go to oh yeah you yeah, know one's one's not to. Are, yep. <laughs> what the spots are what like, was it oh, the Caesar the Bacchanal go-
2: room at mm-hmm. Caesars there's like four Forty bucks a person. Oh, dude, Caesar's was but amazing. It, but it—I uh, went to it twice. Talk works. about
0: Choice. like. <laughs> Gluttony at its finest, dude. It's oh, yeah.
3: the
2: craziest. Well, shit we used to do ever. that. You could go, go, Get go, and go with the your the girl, buffet. and she'd have nothing in her purse but a big ziploc bag line in the purse, and just <sighs> fill it with shrimp and Ew. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it looked like fried shrimp, like a whole Ew. bag of fried shrimp <laughs> or, or to chicken eat your tots. Uh-huh. For later? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gross, it was a, it was dude. a good way to save money and have lots of food. Oh
3: <laughs> my gosh, I don't want food that bad. No, me either. <laughs> Back I, to my. Uh, original thing right. i would never think to take food like i remember i really
0: did <laughs> going back for the first time after not living there and seeing it completely different being like wow we lived here this is oh. a trip like the machine of the tourist industry and like the way it like it's like a funnel from the airport that shoots you out onto the strip and then shits you back out at the
2: airport. Mm-hmm. Broke. <laughs> yeah, broke. there you go. You went through the intestines of Vegas. Uh, oh my god! Well, it is like going back there now. It is you feel that frequency more, like the casino oh, things dude, it's of gnarly. like what they're pumping in there, like the air, the noises, the everything. It's like, <sighs> yeah. like holy yeah. shit! I'm, I want out of here.
0: Yeah. I remember, I went back. My first time back, I was by myself. And uh, I went to go visit my dad and I was on the shuttle bus from McCarran to the like uh, rent-a-car place that they have all the rent-a-cars at. And I called, you were at work, I called Apple and I was like, I can't do this. I can't be here. This is crazy. The vibe is crazy i can't do it he's like just relax dude everything's gonna be all right you'll get used to it i was like i can't
2: i can't it's, breathe it's it, too hectic it stinks it, it stinks smell. it does as it's soon too as I dry. stepped off the plane my throat started hurting and it smells <laughs> yeah which it does Most after being up here you go there and the air does it's like oh everything yeah. gets trapped in that valley it's
0: weird it it really does highlight the difference in our lives and and everything that's changed since we've moved up here i mean you know even working so hard and and doing all the stuff that we've been doing and we're really fortunate to have the lives that we have right now absolutely oh yeah it's it's a it's really awesome i'm
3: I'm so happy for it i (laughs) my daughter's upstairs right now
0: with our grandson
3: with our grandbaby yeah like it's um, we've got so many reasons to be thankful and feel blessed and to give gratitude and shout outs. And I know like,
0: like we went over it last week, but it bears repeating the, the no simple road holiday get down at the get down, like really highlighted the amazing family of friends that we have here and such wonderful fucking human beings, man, just the best of the best. I love our family up here.
2: Well, and then and then that rolled over to the other fun thing we've done since I was going and see Phil Hanley. Oh,
3: at that's the right, Helium
2: Comedy Club with with uh, Sean Sean McLean. Yeah, that that was that was super cool. If you don't
0: follow Phil Hanley, if you don't know who he is, he's a hilarious, deadhead comedian, and is is starting to blow up.
2: He he is bit. the. I watch a lot of comedy, and he he is the the only person I would say that ever worked a crowd better than him was like Robin Williams, back in the day. Yeah, like Phil Handler, the way he because some people work the crowd is like a lazy way not to have a routine, but he's got a routine also. While he's working, worked the crowd. in, and the way he works the crowd is unlike anybody else. It's awesome. Like the other night, we got to know everybody like along mm-hmm, the whole front row, mm-hmm. and you're like rooting for him or against him, whatever yeah. it happens to be. And he, his, just his reactions and everything, and then getting to hang out with them afterwards and just have a drink and it, talk. Yeah. It, it was a trip feel to feel his vibe.
0: To hear him say that growing up, he was more into the dead than he was comedy. I was not
2: expecting that because no, most it,
0: comedians you talk to are like, I watched Eddie Murphy raw, I watched all the Cheech and Chong, and I Richard watched Pryor, Richard Pryor, like all
2: the great George Carlin, all the greats. But and,
0: but he said that he was more into watching Grateful Dead stuff than any comedy, uh, and he just happens to be a dope comedian now.
2: And yeah. it's fun to go see a comedian because he's got he's got Grateful Dead music playing like before and everything, and like sets the mood and. Yeah, that was just a blast it I, was didn't a see, nice I didn't see i didn't see comedy in a long time well i, t- I saw chapelle a couple years ago but that that's that was different and he, this is a cool comedy club
0: if you listen to the show you know that like mel and i aren't huge um what comedy stand-up comedy stand-up like, yeah. comedy fan like it's it's
3: it's not that i if it's funny i i want to laugh
0: but you're not, but I'm not going. You're not watching a no. ton of Netflix comedy specials. I'm not and doing no, that. No, you're not. No, Neither I'm not am I. doing that. But this was one of the funniest nights I've had in a long time. It was, yeah, he was he great. He was hilarious. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and and, it was and, so and
3: sweet. A shout out, Braden, for blessing Phil Hanley with that journal that you did. That made his world like he talked about it. He was telling us, and then we were like, yeah, that's our that's our man. He we know Braden. That's our homie. That's yeah, our homie. Yeah,
0: he was super excited. It, it, <laughs> he couldn't believe that he got like, uh, Braden from uh Lost Sailor Leather and JG Wire, Wire Jewelry gave Phil uh this dope, leather bound notebook with like thirteen point bolts, emblazoned into the leather, and it's like dyed kind of tie dyed colors and their stuff is it amazing. It's sick. And if you
2: don't know what we're talking about, you need to go check them out. Yeah. Yes.
0: <laughs> and Phil was like, when we were sitting having a drink, he was like, dude, look at this thing. I can't believe that he gave this to me. Like I've gotten a lot of gifts from fans, but this is fucking amazing. And so way to go, Brayden. Yep. Hooked him up. Sure did. You know, in the, um, in the spirit of talking about, like we were talking about earlier being, being a little, uh, tired or a lot tired or not well and and continuing to do what you have to do to
2: get by Mm -hmm. um Uh, yeah we got an interview tonight and then we're going to see digging dirt yeah yeah we had another show tonight let's go uh (laughs) (laughs) regulators um,
0: (laughs) the no simple road archivist connor uh if you're if you're part of our patreon you know that Connor's picks is up there and he's like pulling the deep, deep cuts from grateful dead and Jerry Garcia and, uh, and Andrew's pulling like deep cuts from all around the jam world. And by the way, you can go over and sign up on Patreon and for free, you don't have to pay anything. You can go and you, you'll see all the posts and we, we post some stuff that you can interact with as a free member and go check it out. But, um, Connor posted the uh 101284 Grateful Dead show um this morning due. And I I'm gonna play you a little bit of it, all right? And then we're gonna discuss. All right. So hang on one second. Let me get this, get this rolling. Let me make sure I don't screw it up. Um let's go from right there. Of the high point in that morning dew, um, Apple, you want to fill them in on what's what's going on?
2: Well, the, this the, this is first of all, it amazes me, like the, the you younger people out there, uh, <laughs> how you use what's available to you to find these clips and stuff. Like I ask cars, like well, how do you even find that? Because it, it it's recent, somebody like stuff is still coming up that people are discovering and pulling out and fixing recordings and then getting them posted and he found that one and he knew all about he was like yeah this is uh this was right before he he went in the coma not too long after this he was very uh unhealthy at this point you can see it in the video he's kind of kind of hunched back leaning over more and he was suffering from edema Really bad, and it's I guess I mean Connor knew all that. Like I guess his ankles or anything were so puffed up that like he couldn't wear the pants he normally wore because he was so puffy and bloated, and was still out on stage doing his thing, doing that, doing just tearing it up. Even at that, you know, probably was having a hard time standing, standing, let let alone putting it out there for the people and stuff.
0: What. there's a few things that amaze me about that. Um, first of all, like just the sheer force of will to continue standing simply take away the music. Like your legs are swollen to the point where you can't get into your pants. Right. But you're going to go fucking do it anyway because people are depending on you.
3: And sometimes edema is super painful to the touch. Oh, dude! So anytime yeah. you putting any type of fabric near that, it's like needles. So he's standing up there with some type of pants on his fucking skin, hurting, and swollen. When your legs are swollen, so are your hands.
0: Oh, that's true. I didn't even think. Yeah, all. All, all your, your extremities. All your
3: too. extremities. Yeah. Everything's swollen. You're not just swollen in one spot. You're swollen, and in that particular thing, he looked like uh, like a big muppet or something. Yep. Like it looked like there was like he was wearing a suit of some sort, and like he was like kind of playing from inside of the suit, and it like almost like disembodied kind of a thing, yeah. you know.
2: But even s- his hair doesn't look.
0: doesn't, yeah, doesn't look right. He doesn't. Right. No, he doesn't. You can see it. You can see like. It's a trip to watch, especially the dead old, like late seventies, early eighties, Grateful Dead video footage is really interesting to watch Jerry because you can see him going through his stuff yeah. right now in hindsight, you yeah. can we see know, every- we yeah. know what's up. But this one in particular, like Mel said, he looks like a troll.
3: Mm-hmm. It looks like from, like, Nether Neverland, or
0: Like Dark Crystal. Dark Crystal. Yes, Dark Crystal, or or yeah. Like a, yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. But, here, so, he knows he's ill, right? His legs are swollen to the point where he can't get his pants on. His fingers hurt. People are depending on us. We gotta, the show must go on. I'm gonna get up there. Now, most performers get up there and shit the bed. Most would get up there and shit the bed. I've seen it. I've
2: seen yeah, not play great, but put a performance in. Yeah, I've
0: seen like the video from Coventry of Fish, where Trey is just completely trying to play first tube and falling apart. And granted, there's there's video of Jerry completely blowing it. Not in this instance, and. To be able to still channel whatever that source thing is out. Because you can, just in that little bit that we just saw, you could feel it. Oh, yeah.
3: Maybe it's even easier because you're in so much pain that you focus on that other thing. So you're not focusing on your pain. It takes you out of it. Yeah, it it takes you away from from that physical pain. So you just like, probably like, you want to do it. You want to be focused on that other thing. Well, that, think about your laying in bed. If you know what I mean? If he was laying in bed, he'd feel miserable that he's missing the show. And then he'd feel worse in his your,
2: wallowing. Your focus is just gonna yeah. be on your pain and laying in bed. And oh and he
3: he's like saving one person, like or or like sparing one person to s- save Save the, the other. Yeah.
0: Do you think like I don't know, in hind- again, in hindsight. I wonder if fans saw it the way we're seeing it now.
2: I think you'd have to, especially with, with, with Grateful Dead fans because they were following them. You would see it like day after day following somebody and seeing and, and being, so being a fan of Grateful Dead, so in tune with the music and every note and what everybody does and they, I think you would have to see if you were paying attention. But that, that's the thing. You would that, have to see what was happening.
3: You see something,
0: but that's the thing that doesn't make sense. I get what you're saying, Apple. Like you're gonna see it, but again, Grateful Dead fans, you're also in tune with the vibe that's coming from the stage, and what we just heard is fucking amazing. Oh yeah. So you're like seeing this juxtaposition of this person up on stage that looks like a skeksy, but. You're still
2: feeling that the music is still pouring out and giving you goosebumps.
3: Because in reality, what can anybody really do for anyone else? If like, if you're like, Hey, how are you? And you're like, fine. How much are you going to really probe?
0: Well, it depends. Well, that there's a lot of layers to that. It depends on how close we are. If we're family, you know what I mean?
3: So in Jerry's life, however many people were really close to him at that time that could interject or say something but even still like you're not going to stop a train that's moving you can't No,
0: and and that was what i was going to say like as fans i wonder if they saw it and then I-, I wanted to ask you guys do you think it's selfish of the fans to expect him to continue doing the thing
2: yes
3: well how do the fans know
2: and when it just was, it wasn't just the fans with him either. It was an entire traveling yeah. city of workers yeah. and semi-drivers. And I mean... It, this was that, a
3: special circumstance. That, yeah,
2: yeah. that They had a special circumstance unlike anybody yeah. in rock history of that traveling city and so many people involved in putting those shows on. There's other then, artists
3: that do have, you know, a, a big, you know, traveling, you know... Menagerie. Menagerie. But... And so, yeah, that's in mo- that's it's not just them, but that's like, you know, one in a million. He they're one in a million type of a thing. So, what they had is like unlike no other. So, the demands had to be unlike no other.
2: Yeah, uh, from many angles,
3: you know, like, yeah, not just not just from himself, even like from his family, from the business, from the guys in the band, from the fans, from you know what I mean, like the venue owners, like it was something different that not a lot of people get to really understand.
0: I just wonder like if it was today, right. Take, take where he's at now and put him in today. Yeah. If it would be allowed, I think that there's more, uh, emphasis placed on mental health and safety safety of the performer and all of that where, somebody would have stepped up and said nope, we're stopping until he's healthy. Yeah, you know what I mean? I I, I like to think so anyway. Uh, from the musicians that we've spoken to, it sure kind of seems like that. Like there's a a level of understanding because of what's happened to the people that we loved so much in the
2: past. You know what I mean? And, and you see you see it a lot more nowadays with bands all over uh, where of cancellations due to illness illnesses and stuff it's not that big of a deal mm-hmm. now didn't see that back in the 80s and 90s going to c-band like no like acdc nope. didn't get sick iron maiden <laughs> didn't get sick elvis did yeah. the only time anything would get canceled That's, if somebody like you know unfortunate you know bus accident or you know somebody dying yeah. or something right. almost Otherwise, the show must go on.
3: That is true. COVID did really bring that um, mentality that it was okay. It wasn't the end of the world to cancel a show to, yeah. because of unforeseen circumstances. Which, in a
2: way, is kind of good. I right? think it's it great. It does force people to wear themselves out to the point of exhaustion or death. You know, and
3: sometimes they still do. Because, again, we have our own high bar in our head. And we're like, I can do one more. And then you're at the second one. Well, I can do one more.
0: That's how I am. Like,
3: and, and you don't even see your own reflection. You don't see how run down you're getting. You don't see like, you didn't answer the last three questions. Cause you didn't even know nobody was talking to you. Cause you just zoned out. Like you threw ah.
0: butter in the trash. Yeah. yeah. You know? <laughs>
3: so like there's, you know, maybe to your point is like, people do need to step in. I think every, when you're in that kind of a atmosphere and you're that, the pressure is so big like the dead you know or like rolling stones or something like that that's like not that they did you know as extensive as the dead but like just when you're somebody that huge and a lot of people depend on you there's a huge huge burden that nobody can ever understand
0: mm-hmm. and it's ironic too that like that particular one piece that we just played the con it's connor's pick for this week on our Patreon, right? Mm-hmm. He didn't pick it because Jerry's sick and he's still jamming. He picked it because it's a fucking rockin' morning dew. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then that, that's what
2: he said. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: It's, it really speaks to the power of whatever it is that thing is that came through those group of guys together. It really was like beyond, it was superhuman. It was um, supernatural. And that, that's like a really good word to explain that. It's more than the human being, mm-hmm. more than their ability. It's more than their health. It's more than their presence. It's more than their talent. It, it supersedes all of that. And comes through regardless of us, if we're putting ourselves in the place to show up for it. Do you know what I'm saying? Like you, you're there to show up to do the thing.
3: I think if that thing wants you, it's going to do no matter, do what... It's going to get to you no matter what. You think so? Yes. If if something wants to speak through you, it will find a, a way to make you let it.
0: Or will it choose somebody else?
3: If it's yours to tell, then it's going to make it ha- its way to you.
0: I guess that what we just saw is proof
3: of what yeah, you're saying. I, yeah. There's a message for everybody. This is what I believe, what I think. Like there's a message for everybody and it doesn't mean that multiple people don't have the same message. What it means is just that whatever yours is yours to tell.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And.
3: It, it's just, yeah, it's just that simple. Like nobody can tell your story cause they're not you. Mm, that's true. At all. So like, you know, when you, whatever, whether it's gifts or whether it's like, um, you know, like, answers or some kind of messaging like it's yours yeah yeah it's and not gonna go it, to it your neighbor alone. yeah it's not gonna go to your neighbor because you were sleeping at 6 p.m like it's, it's going wait for you yeah. to wake yeah, up yeah it's gonna go to your dreams then you know <laughs> like it's gonna make its way to you
0: it's just a trip to see like you can physically see in that video if you go to youtube and just search here i'll tell you guys what what i brought up um well, actually, it's it, just go to our Patreon, but it's Grateful Dead's October 12th, 1984 concert at the Augusta Civic Center in Augusta, Maine. Um, you can see the weight of the pressure of everything literally bowing him over and pushing him to the ground and his utter like, uh, defiance in the face of that thing to continue going. To the point of where he ended up in a diabetic coma and almost lost him right after Uh, that and had to completely, for those of you that don't know this, he had to completely relearn how to play the guitar again after he came out of the coma. And I believe it was Melvin that sat with him and retaught him music. If I remember correctly. And that's, I mean, look, to sit and learn guitar and be great at it one time yeah. is is a feat that most people can't do. To do it twice in a lifetime, that's insane.
2: Yeah, it's especially crazy. Like at that level. Like, like wow. Yeah. <laughs> he, well, that's like you got Connor last night, which which I don't know. All I remember was it was 1979 before he uh, did the post on Patreon and stuff. He showed me a 1979 in Seattle, and it, it was dope. I got to find out. Well, it'll be easy to search because they probably played once in Seattle in 79, but it was one of those ones with donna's on stage bobby's in his short shorts they were like blowing the roof off fucking mickey throws throwing his sticks in the air and catching them jerry's doing the whirlwind the windmill the windmill on the guitar bobby's like chuck burying across oh yeah there's plenty of cocaine it's, it's it's on fire all of them just insanity the uh
0: one of the coolest things about right the time right now that the younger generation of heads coming up in has is the ability to see all of this music. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like coming up, we had we traded tapes with each other and that was dope to get audience recordings and trade tapes and like you would be after one particular show and trade for
2: it and get and it. And we that got the all we got the audio. Right.
0: But to have at your fingertips the video of all this stuff and to get to see it and like that's really cool
2: yeah and i remember and that was i remember that with the uh, buddy mike that was a roadie with bill graham productions that we started like late 80s early night if you're fortunate enough that somebody you, that you could get a vhs tape Oh yeah Of yeah, a performance But it was like Highly That was when Like pirating Was serious shit Yeah, like, yeah. it really was Like serious if you shit. recorded it And got caught with it <laughs> Like you could get fines And go to jail like, FBI warning I mean they still mm-hmm. say that now But nobody Come on yeah. In this world nowadays Everybody Everybody's and,
3: recording everything Yeah
2: and there's no way Of really proving it But I remember back then Getting my hands on a few I, I still have some Of the VHS tapes In the basement Oh of, my not, gosh Yeah not Grateful Dead Necessarily But like Smashing Pumpkins Tool Nine Inch Nail You know other stuff stuff of like bootlegs of somebody recording it and circulating them around and now you like the quality is so janky horrible on vhs now it's just like oh my god what the what the hell was that but it was it was a treasure to have back then because it was just surfacing being able to get videos yeah of the bands playing other than a music video that was professionally shot or a live concert professionally shot which wasn't often Uh uh-uh
0: no having having a pro shot concert back in the day was like you had to be big like tina turner or the rolling stones or you know what i mean that wasn't Bands that you we were was, going to see weren't doing
2: that. No, and it was usually done for some big thing yeah. like a when pay-per-view was first starting out back in the day and <laughs> stuff like that. Like I remember back in the day when I <laughs> nowadays and oh everything. It's right at your fingertips. <laughs> oh so
0: we've we are exactly a week away from Christmas today, Monday. Um what's your Christmas wish, Mel?
3: That we would find our forever home. Explain a little bit
0: so that people <laughs> understand what that means.
3: I want to settle down. This week really made it, made it really clear that I just want to be in my own space. And this house is so wonderful and it's like served us so well and it will still serve us well for however long we're here. But it made me realize I just really want to root down like in a space. Oh,
0: Got Chris, Quithmith Christmas wish huh. apple
2: yeah, that we get the we get our two buses and go on the road and not route down. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> yours is different I, than mine. No, that's not, that's not my way. for Christmas. I'll they'll be simple again because I just love it when it happens. It'd be cool to have a white Christmas for it to snow a little bit. Not Aww. like I like Snowpocalypse, but we we got it last year.
3: Little flurries. Yeah, yeah.
2: It's nice to wake up and look out. It would make it extra cozy and stuff. It does. I just to have a cozy day and and I, I it's gonna be i mean it'd be fun if there's more stuff going on but we've had so much going on it's gonna be so just nice and comfortable and cozy it's gonna be the three of us and simon and probably sabine at some point visiting it's gonna be chill mm-hmm. that just holiday jammies and <laughs> fucking taking it easy rolling into the new year like not crazy
0: yeah it's a good. second. Uh, yeah, that's a good
3: holiday wish. That is
0: a great holiday wish,
2: dude. It, it, I would love to lo- wake up and look out and see just some snowfall. Hmm. I I'm, and then it can go away. Snowfall. That day. Yeah, then, <laughs> and, then and, and then no right more snow off. the rest of winter. It's not mess with dirt and the traffic and ice everything up.
0: I my Christmas wish this year is that in twenty twenty four that I finally f- have the balls to jump into no simple road full time. Yeah.
3: I think that. I the, think the that balls. Will <laughs> yeah. It's like it, buying this, a new computer right. now. At this
0: point it's, it's all it's about the, balls. Okay. It, it really is for me. Yeah. Yeah. It, it totally is. It, it like,
3: it always was. It, it, it was a mindset. It's
0: shit or get off the pot kind of mm-hmm. thing with me now. Like I, if I'm going to do it and make it doing it, I have to do it before I'm making it. Does okay. that make sense? You're yeah. not just for like
2: free fall. you got to jump in yep. and the figure, same out, way, figure this, out the money and everything later. Exactly. Or it just, the same it, way we,
0: we moved up here with like, well, we're just going. Don't know what's well, going to happen.
3: That's not altogether true. We didn't know what was going to happen, no, but you, you,
2: you, were, had you had a job. We knew. The, nobody we, else yeah, did. Knew. No. I still did.
3: Oh yeah. That's oh, yeah, right. He yeah, did. he did. Yeah. So yeah. Two out of the three, four of us.
0: No, we didn't know nobody. Like we just went. No. So it, I feel like this, I've been thinking about it a lot lately and like, I've been waiting for this time where the money makes sense. Right, and the money's not going to make sense until I do the thing full time. It's catch twenty two, and so
3: it's a mind mind set shift. Yeah, that needs to happen because once you tell yourself you're not going to like this is what I'm doing, you make you can make yourself do that. Like you can be like, I'm fucking losing ten pounds or. I'm starting to go to the gym. You can just say that, but you can also be the person that makes yourself do it every day. I'm There's good at two that. people are in there. The one that's like, you don't have to go today. And the one that's like, fuck that, wake up, go. And so like, we have both those people. Once we activate the one that's needs to be activated, that's when everything changes. Everything changes after that. Cause now you believe in yourself. So now so does everybody else.
0: I don't think it has to do so much with like not believing in yourself. It's in this. There's no safety net. So you're, you're you're believing the fact that you no,
3: it's believing that you can. That's believing. I believe in myself that I can make this happen this way or I don't. That's why I'm hanging on to make it work. Yeah. I'm going to make it happen.
0: Well, that's my wish. That's a good wish. We'll see. That's a great wish. We shall see. What happens in 24? All right,
3: Santa's got his, you know.
0: Yeah, Santa.
3: Mm-hmm. He's got his uh, work cut out for Darwin,
2: him, for the three I of say us. I, like, I don't know. I should wish for something bigger. I just want to see snow for me. <laughs> I know.
3: You went second. It's very so even- simple.
0: Hey, man. It yeah, is what yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah. Darwin, what's your Christmas wish?
3: Um, I wish I can get my sight back.
0: Oh, <laughs> everybody. Darwin lost sight in his left eye, man it's sad he's got a cataract back there it's weird
3: i thought you said it wasn't a cataract It's oh, yeah. nuclear sclerosis nuclear
2: sclerosis
0: sorry i take it back it's not
2: a cataract it's something going on with his yeah, eyes he's got it some explains stuff. why he, he he's so jumpy. growly and jumpy and yeah snappy somebody with was everybody. touching something
0: was touching me and i couldn't see what it was it'd be i'd be jumpy and growly too
3: yeah for this is not a good t- season for him with visitors because he gets the way that he gets and it's like, for us, it's, we can't leave him down here because then he starts pacing and freaking himself out. <laughs> and then if we leave him upstairs and he runs around and he has the potential of hurting himself or, or someone, someone else because now he's all jumpy. So it's just been hard for him during this time and... Send him some love. Yeah. So he, Darwin yeah. needs, Darwin some, needs some Reiki. Love. Every so, If you guys want to send Darwin some Reiki, he accepts it. My He's, Christmas
0: wish is Reiki from the No Simple Road yeah. family. Like, Aww. Yeah. For his and eyes. Jen
2: Hartswick yeah. yeah. and her mom. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and of course, more treats. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: Always more treats, Didi. <laughs> well, everyone, um, I think that, yeah, we'll be back on Monday next week for a Christmas episode. Maybe we'll do a, a family Christmas episode with Simon next Sunday. Aww. Really fun. Uh, so, yeah, we'll that, be back.
3: That's my sad thing that the kids aren't going to see each other this Christmas. That made me I, really sad. I'll
0: talk to you about that off the air. Okay. I, I talked to Simon yesterday about that, and I think
2: it's going to happen. It really? Yeah. might come a day or a day. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. I, anyway, I was <laughs> okay. a
0: bad influence Ooh. on our okay. son. All right, bye. So, <laughs> everybody, <laughs> we, <laughs> we'll be back it's next week okay. with more stuff and things. Until then, hey, it's the holiday season. Take care of yourself. And the people around you. Smile at a stranger.
2: Safety third. Hydrate. And, and you know what? And go go over there and like, like Aaron said, it's open up for everybody for right now to go check it out. Go check out Patreon. Yeah. And see, there's like over 350 posts up there over time. I'll, there's a lot of stuff. Check it out. And... See if you like it and want to stay on board and start, you know, helping put some gas in the bus. And, and also
0: th- it's hanging out with your
2: people. Yeah.
3: How about calling 971-808-1524 and sending some holiday wishes either to us or to people that you love or to each other?
0: You know, now in there?
3: that's I- going to be cute
0: if we get that now. If, yes. Yes. We know that that person is diehard because this shit is at the end. Yes.
3: 971 808 1524.
0: We love y'all. We'll see you next week. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Kwanzaa, uh, all the things. Hanukkah's know, over, Hanukkah's but, over that but that too. That too. Yep. And uh, we'll see you soon. Love y'all. Peace.